Hello, you are listening to episode 5 of the Enjoy the Ride podcast. This is your host, Aubrey, and today the topic is going to be on being stuck, which is hilarious because I have literally stopped and started this recording like multiple times because I feel very stuck on what to talk about. So <laughs> it's funny, just I'm, I'm stuck on being stuck. So I wanted to kind of look at the ways that we tend to keep ourselves stuck, especially as equestrians and even business owners, moms, partners, just whatever you are in life. Because I feel like I have operated from this place for the vast majority of my life and I have attracted a ton of situations and other beings, i.e. my Mustang mirror Dorothy, that have also been operating from this energy of stuckness. So I wanted to talk a little bit about kind of like what our brain is doing when it creates this and also like how our nervous system responds. So I've talked a little bit about like the higher brain and the lower brain, but we're going to talk a lot about the lower brain today, which goes by a lot of different names. Like people call it the monkey brain, the lower brain, the survival brain, or the ego. And basically what the ego is, is it's our subconscious. And the subconscious is only job and goal in life is to keep you alive. So all of the the thoughts and experiences and behaviors that you've had in your life that have thus far led to your inherent survival are things that your ego is going to want to hold on to in order to keep you safe. Because the unknown is this, the I was going to say the safest. The unknown is the most unsafe thing that our brains can think of in life because it means certain death if we do something that we don't have any prior experience or knowledge in as well as the ego is what shapes our inner identities like so anything that has like an i statement attached to it so like i am good i am bad i am blah 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 blah. it's our sense of self and our self-worth so The experiences that we've had in our life, especially throughout the childhood and what's imparted on us by parent figures and also other family members and friends, teachers in our early childhood are kind of what form our our basis, like our standing ground for the rest of our life. So if you from a very young age have been told that you were lazy and believed that and kept hearing that repetitively in your external and internal environments, you're going to internalize that and create it as part of your identity later on, like as an adult, because the ego beliefs don't come out of nowhere. They're grounded in lived experiences. So everything that you believe about yourself is related to a lived experience that you've had in your past or even like like epigenetics, like through your bloodlines, maybe um, generational trauma or ancestral trauma that hasn't been resolved can be carried on through your cells that have become a part of your identity because your brain has basically taken it and ran with it. And another really fascinating thing about the ego, which I feel like really leads to us feeling stuck in certain beliefs, even if we have been trying to address them whether it's through therapy or whatever means of way that you tackle your thoughts and beliefs and behaviors and that is 
basically due to a lack of addressing the ego and its importance in our lives and our survival because the ego is really never going to go away and it's not inherently good or bad. It is just a part of us and it's the part of us that wants to see us survive and thrive. So when we try to make changes to our perception of who we are, the ego is going to see this as a threat. Or other people, like if someone else has a belief that is contrary to yours, that is going to feel very much like impending threat. So that is why we act out certain ways when others have different beliefs and opinions than us. And it's also important to recognize that the ego is going to try and suppress anything bad or uncomfortable And it only wants to feel the things that are good and comfortable for us. So it's going to keep the things on repeat that have kept us comfortable but may not necessarily add to our growth. Therefore, keeping us stuck. So what I have been feeling stuck with recently is actually this shift into becoming more of a mindset coach and really embodying the practices that I have been doing and learning in my own life that have spurred a lot of change and trying to give them to the rest of the world because this feels very unsafe to my ego brain. I am automatically going to be on alert and because it's uncomfortable, my brain really wants me to just go back to what I know, which is trimming and body work, but I don't want to do that. I really want to embody being a coach and I really want to give this to the rest of the horse industry because I feel like it's so important to work on ourselves in order to have better relationships with our horses and in our lives. So I have been working on unsticking myself by doing a few things and the first thing is being aware not in a self-judgmental way but in an observant way in a self-loving way because we can become aware of our limiting beliefs and really start to use that to beat ourselves up instead of creating positive change instead we start to make it mean horrible things about ourselves when we realize that we believe things that we don't actually want to believe which in a way is your ego's way of like self-sabotaging you back into staying small and doing what you've always done and sticking with the status quo so that's the first thing I like to do is to become very aware of that and also to recognize that my ego brain wants to keep me safe like because it is that survival part of me it is my job to then reassure it that we are safe that we're okay that there's no threat to our safety (laughs) that getting a rejection from a client or getting like feedback that may be more negative or something that I didn't want to hear is not an immediate threat to my person and my life like because it's not a tiger where like I'm not gonna get eaten like it's just a negative thing I'm just perceiving a negative emotion and that's okay so by doing that that actually allows the ego to calm down a little bit because the more we try and repress that part of ourselves and repress the negative things that we're feeling and stay in our lower brain the more things are gonna come up because that is just the way life is. Like for me, I personally believe that we all came here to earth to 
learn lessons and to grow and to ascend as human beings and also as humankind. And we can't do that if we're stuck in our little survival brain, like repetitive thought patterns and feeling stuck in our beliefs, in our lives. Like that's not the purpose. We're not meant to do that for our entire lives. So once my ego is felt a little bit seen, I am going to reassure it that I am taking care of it, that I am going to be doing the things that will lead to my survival and therefore my ascendance as a human being and that it's okay. Like sometimes I'm like, it's okay brain. Like when it, when it offers me a thought, (laughs) something not very nice, like, oh, you shouldn't record this podcast because people don't want to listen to it. (laughs) It's like, it's okay brain. I'm going to keep doing it because I know that it's important and I wouldn't have wanted to start a podcast if there weren't people out there who really need this information that I can give you guys. And that it's okay to do new and uncomfortable things because after a long period in time, this is kind of funny, like it becomes a little bit of like a paradox, but after a while of doing things outside of your comfort zone, the ego integrates that into your being. So like, As a child, you didn't know how to walk, and that was scary. But as soon as you learned how to walk, then it was like, okay, we're good. We can do this. Like, we can do this on autopilot or even, like, driving a car. Like, I had a lot of anxiety around driving a car at the beginning, and I still do, and I still have to work with that. But now I can be driving around and all of a sudden get to my destination and be like, I don't even remember doing that because our brains are really good at creating habits. So... Even though it can be difficult to become unstuck, it is possible to also train your brain to do things on autopilot that are good for you and that you want to have in your life instead of negative beliefs and feeling stuck. And our goal is really never to completely eliminate the ego or the survival brain because it is a part of our human experience. It's never going away, which a lot of like spiritual practitioners and coaches I've heard of talk about like bypassing the ego and then living in like that juicy self-empowered stage your whole life. It's not real. Like if you ever hear someone say that, it's fake. Like because we're always going to have this part of us and in order to have a full embodied and rich life, we're going to have to be able to integrate it. It's not that it goes away, but it will become easier to kind of unstick yourself from the beliefs as you've done more work and also to be more loving and caring of yourself and others along the way because like we are all just humans <laughs> and that's okay like this is this is why we're here this is kind of like the crux of the human experience and if we embrace it and allow our ego and our beliefs to teach us things instead of to shove them down then we will be way better off just in general, like in our entire lives. And I think that's beautiful. So the next thing I like to do after I've made sure that my ego is seen and also that my emotions are attended to because we can't just shove our negative emotions down as well, um, is to start asking questions about it. Like if something has come up, say you have feelings of jealousy towards someone else or like you're comparing yourself to someone else on social media, you ask yourself, what do I feel the other person has that I lack? And that that can give you a lot of insight into what your ego is thinking and feeling about yourself and your identity 
and also perceiving others. So this makes it a lot easier for us to, instead of reacting to our life, to respond. And especially with horses, it can be really easy to jump into the reaction part of our brains just because they are big animals and things happen so fast that we may not even recognize that we've done something that we don't feel very proud of in order to keep ourselves safe when our brains are like when our brains view equine behavior as a threat especially because we're always told oh horses are dangerous and you have to protect yourself from them and you have to do all of these things and here's a checklist in order to keep yourself safe which is not inherently wrong but when we embody that and then also react in a way that is not congruent with our beliefs around horses and how we should treat horses this can give us a lot of ammo against ourselves. So say like your horse rears up or something and you smack them on the nose because you think that they got too close and then you feel like a horrible horse mom after just recognizing that that is part of your ego brain and that in the future you will be able to, like if you put some thought into it and recognize like where this behavior comes from, you can respond in a different way that keeps you both safe without actually doing anything to your horse. Because I know I have so many regrets on how I have treated my horses and other horses in the past. And I have moved past that because I've been able to integrate the guilt and the shame around it. And then also recognize when I am more so in my ego brain instead of working out of my higher brain and recognizing that horse behavior doesn't mean anything about me. Because a lot of us as trainers and horse people take things personal when it comes to horses and their behavior because, oh, I taught you how to do this a couple weeks ago and you're doing it on purpose. And that's just not how horses function. (laughs) So like being able to step back and not take things personal and stay out of judgment like for yourself and the horse can go so far for your relationship. It's beautiful, honestly. And it's exactly what I strive to be as a horse person. And I know like as a parent as well, like in the future, I'm not a parent now, but being able to relate to another being that is not necessarily on the same level as us and may not have the same choices we do and react with grace and love and just everything that we want to embody feels really good. (laughs) Like that is definitely the goal that I have for my horsemanship. And no matter what you believe, like around horse training, around your mindset, you do have to recognize that horses want to be around the people that understand them the most and also don't punish them for their behaviors and speak horse basically like speak in a way that a horse understands clearly from an energetic and physical standpoint so when we can be congruent and authentic and trustworthy and not react just to what our ego is telling us like have a knee-jerk reaction like it makes us a lot more trustworthy and a lot better at our horsemanship so in a way working on yourself is like the most important thing you can do as a horse person and what's really cool is the more I've 
dove dived <laughs> the more I have looked into other horsemen who are like the like golden oldies right like the people that everyone looks up to the more I have realized that they all have a common denominator and that is that they worked on themselves like the horsemanship starts with the man not with the horse and woman also it's just easier because horsemanship <laughs> like as soon as we start taking ownership for our own reactions our own thoughts our own behaviors and feelings in the world we will start to see massive shifts in our horses because that's what they like <laughs> like that's what they prefer from people and the more that I have done like animal communication and worked with animals like in person whether it's on their body or on their feet the more that they tell me and show me that this is like their purpose for being here on earth like Horses want to help humans ascend and to become more balanced beings and to almost like embody more horse-like traits because horses are very good at being authentic to whatever they're feeling regardless of the situation. Like there are a lot of horses that will communicate very kindly <laughs> like their feelings and what they what they want from people and there are a lot of horses that don't and those horses end up getting like kind of put through the ringer but I just choose to believe that all is communication like they're all just trying to show us something so when we can open up and ask whether it's horses or our ego brain or other people like what are you trying to show me what are you trying to teach me and come at it from a way of openness instead of being closed off and resistant we can really make huge strides in our growth as people so I hope that this all made sense <laughs> I was really struggling to get at least just something out there for you guys today but I feel really good about this episode and I hope that it helps you give yourself grace if you're ever feeling very stuck and recognizing that it's all your brain and <laughs> there is a way out <laughs> so before I go, I just wanted to talk a little bit about my new newsletter. So I started a newsletter this week, actually. And if you would like to sign up, um, you can send me an email at sustainablybalancedequine at gmail.com or reach out on Instagram or Facebook and I can get you signed up. Um, the cool thing about my email list is I will be making exclusive offers to people like when it comes to coaching or anything else that I like to offer in my business and then also you'll get updated on my podcast you'll get updated on what I'm working on in my business what I'm doing in my life so I think it's going to be really fun and I am starting to work on a little bit of a challenge um like probably like a four-week challenge where I help you dive into a limiting belief and start to shift it a little bit. And I just feel really excited because I feel like it will help you guys learn how to start doing some of the work that I have been doing, like regardless of if you can work with me or not. So I hope you all have a wonderful and safe week and I will talk to you next week.